Yo, what's up, you guys? This is Polly Shore. What's up, what's up? And welcome to another beautiful episode of my podcast entitled Interested. Why do I call it Interested? Because what? I'm interested, just like you people, in the people that I'm talking to and interviewing. Today's guest is awesome. I'm really excited about We're going all the way to Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen. The pundit, the former RNC chairman from back in the day, and now he's uh, living La Vida Loca out there in Washington, D.C. Give it up for my man, Mr. Michael Steele. Bad, bad players, bad actors do not need more arms. And you do not want to arm bad people with nuclear weapons, period. And that's why I thought it would be perfect if Gerard Carmichael sat in with me. What's up, bro? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? So for those of the people that are listening to this right now, can you tell them a little bit about who the gentleman is that I sat down with? Because a lot of my audience or your audience might not be familiar with who Michael Steele is. Uh, Michael Steele was the uh, was the RNC chairman, uh, you know, uh, and now he is a uh, political correspondent on MSNBC, right? Is yeah. MS- and uh, yeah, smart guy, uh, uh, lawyer, business guy. Yeah, he's a lawyer, business guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah really smart guy. Very so, likable. Very likable, charismatic. Yeah, and, interesting man. Right, and I met him because I did um, a political special for Showtime called Politics. Yeah, and he was there with me, and he was so fucking awesome. He I hung brought, out with you during politics. Yeah, politics. Yeah, that's how I hooked up with him, and he took me to Ben's Chili Bowl, the best, which is in D.C. And um, he was just a really down to earth guy. And one of the reasons that I wanted you to sit in with this, well, okay, yeah, real quick, tell the kids and the people listening who you are. Uh, I'm Gerard Carmichael, yeah. comedian, uh, you know, uh, producer friend. <laughs> That's your Twitter hook, right? Yeah, yeah, That's comedian, a, producer friend. Yeah, no, but but um, you actually recently just shot a uh, a big HBO special directed by Spike Lee at the Comedy Store um, yes. in the original room. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. That 25 years old. It was so great. It was, uh, I mean, the original room was so important to yeah. me. Uh, first place I did stand up, love, you know, the comedy store, and it's just so important to me. So it was important that it was honest. And yeah. the original room is, you know, where yeah. I'm feeling we'll, comfortable. Yeah, and we'll definitely get into that in a, in a bit in, as well. And you were also in the movie called Neighbors. Neighbors, yes, which sir. Which was with Zach Efron and. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Seth, you know Seth? I've never met Seth before. Oh, he's really cool. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, he did some stand up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to you're going to sit in with me with Michael Steele and one of the reasons why I want you to sit in with me obviously not just because I think you're awesome and I think you would come do some great commentary with Michael Steele. Oh, thank you. But um, Spike Lee directed your HBO special who also directed Mike Mike Tyson's HBO yes. special yes. and Michael Steele's sister was actually married to Mike Tyson. Wow. Look at Holy those degrees shit. of separation right there. So, that, but, so I always like to do these things where it's kind of like ancestral, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so, it's a theme here. Yeah, it's a theme here. So um so that's pretty cool. So you guys sit back with me and Gerard and uh we're going to take a listen to uh, pundit Michael Steele, Michael Steele, and I sat down with him when I was doing shows in uh, Baltimore at a place called Magoobies. Magoobies, and, yeah, and cool. I got to sit down with uh, with uh, you're interested, right? I'm super interested. Super I'm very excited interested. to hear what he has to so, say. Yeah, Michael, what's up? Let's let's go right here. We are. 
I can't let go now because she is on mine. All right. That's, so, all right, yeah, so go. we're good. So how's it been since the last time I saw you? Um, because I know we did what was it politics? We did politics, man, which was pretty, which was pretty awesome. I loved, <laughs> I loved the pot, and man, the feedback from politics was uh, was pretty amazing. People were like, "Ah, oh, so you're hanging out with cool people now?" Right. It's like, yes, Republicans get to do that every once in a while. Right. So, uh, so yeah, because you did some crazy stuff on there. Yeah. No. Like the first, like the first stuff was just like. You know the Ben's chili bowl. Ben's chili bowl. You know what my favorite part was 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 actually driving with you, right? From Ben's back downtown and going past the vice president's oh, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that whole sequence of events was pretty amazing. Well, yeah, because I never, I never known. You know, we're in D.C. right now, you guys, and I never known that. I guess. What is it? Explain to the people, like, what's that street called? That's Massachusetts Avenue. And, yeah, and it's, what's it's, on it's, the it's street? really called Embassy Row. Right. Because that's where the majority of uh, the embassies are, are located, that whole stretch at the top of that hill. And what's an embassy? Well, an embassy is a place uh, that houses the ambassador who is the representative of, of a, a different foreign country. Gun, right? right. But uh, Joe Biden has a house on that, too. Yes, and that's so the, vice pres- f- the vice president's house is located at the National Observatory. Yeah. At, would, at the top of that hill. So he's, so got he's got a house. house on the hill. So he's got a house, even, even though he's not an ambassador. Right. Right. He just, yeah, he he's gets just his got, own little He pad. got his own little place, yeah. I heard recently that Obama wouldn't have ran again if Joe Biden wasn't his partner. What was up with that? Well, you know, there's all that, it's all that conversation about whether Obama was going to take Biden off the ticket and put Hillary Clinton on since she was stepping down, mm-hmm. Secretary of State. You know, president has come out recently and said, you know, all that's crazy that, you know, Biden was his boy, still is. Right. And, you know, they're, they're a ticket, they're a pair. And he's been his, his advisor and friend, and he, he likes the arrangement that they have. So Biden's not going anywhere now. And the prospects of Biden in 2016, uh, I think, are genuine. I mm. think he's going to look at that wow. uh, in, a, um, in a serious way, uh, even taking into consideration Hillary Clinton and what she does or doesn't do. I think Joe Biden... Uh, really believes that he can become the freeder, uh, the the leader of the free world, and will take a serious look at it. So, right. you know, he he's been a good vice president. And you know, the last has two he vice, been a good vi- vice president? I think for for the president, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's given him a lot of cover uh, on on some things. Yeah, and he's you know put the president in. What some about interesting... the time where he actually said some shit? Did well, he like accidentally say like when he won? He goes, oh, "You fucking killed him, bro," <laughs> or whatever. What did he say? But he that's whispered Biden. to him. Right, that's right. Biden. Yeah, uh, that's Biden. I like the and, guy. And I, I like I the guy too. Cool. And you know, I think I think the last two vice presidents have been good vice presidents for their president. For their president, you may disagree with right. Dick Cheney on a whole lot of stuff and the way he approaches things, but for what he was in the White House to do, he did well. Same thing for for Joe Biden. Love is soaring. How does she get by? So we're here with Gerard. Um, so you were listening pretty intently. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. It yeah. was, well, we, you know, I didn't realize exactly where the vice president's residence mm. was. You know, it's just yeah. like you always wonder how far away is he from the action and like how close is he? He's on Embassy Row. On Embassy Row, which is we were talking about how crazy of a uh, uh, like the street, street is. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't been to Washington, you guys, it's pretty much it's like. It's almost like the United Nations of streets. Yeah. But what's fucking weird about it mm-hmm. is every house looks like it's country. 
Yeah, it, it's Tell so them. unique. It, it it really is so unique, and it's just like it's all designed based off of. Yeah, it really it's like going to like yeah. So like, like like the uh, Puerto Rico, the house looks what? <laughs> it looks like a, the the Washington version of a Puerto Rican right. style, yeah. but it looks like a Puerto Rican house. The French house looks French. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, the it's English interesting. house it's looks really cool. English. And Joe really Biden's cool. house. What does his house look like? You know, and so we were talking about. I haven't seen. I I I didn't know where it was until uh, he uh, he just said it was up at the observatory, and I didn't know exactly where it was before that. So I don't think I've, I I could. You know, specifically tell you what the house looks like. Right. So, yeah. so what do you think about? Um, do you think Biden's going to run? Because we were talking about who's going to run for president. Because Obama's, it's going to be a wrap in a couple of years. Yeah. So, do you think Biden will run um, for president? Yeah. You know, I think he has to throw his his, his hat in the ring. Uh -huh. I think, you know, I mean, depending on who you are as a person and where you are in your life, most vice presidents have to throw their name i mean you're kind of waiting in the wing right like you you spend eight years four eight years like just kind of you know being there you know uh you know uh, taking the blame for things and and trying to do you know cover you know this well, it's kind of like how george bush was in the wings for for who was he in the wings for uh, oh, not uh, George Bush. His father was in the rings his father, with Reagan. Yeah, yeah, with Reagan, yeah his father. Right? Yeah, his father was vice president. And and I mean, before I mean, Gore throws his hat in the oh, ring. Right, everyone, right, throw, right. everyone, you know. You, so I, are you Republican? No, I don't. You are know, you I, sure? Because when I saw your act, you said you wished you were Republican. Yeah, you know, it it really speaks toward the um the ambition of uh of a political party, right? But it's like uh you know, it's like it, uh, my perspective is, you know, just being this guy, just being from a poor neighborhood, being from all of that. It's just like you know, being a Republican just looking at it through the lens of someone who sees that as uh earning your piece of the pie, if you will, right? Mm. It's just like, mm. like, like I want to, I can't wait. Like the the bet is just, like, I can't wait until I can afford to become a Republican. You mm. know, it's even, mm. you know, it, it's yeah. What's a, what's your what's your um what my your take, take on, on what's behind that joke? Well, well, my my take on on just like is like, that it's joke like, in the special? Yeah, yeah. yeah How and does it, that joke come across? Well, it, it, you know, I, I, it's just a it's a true because feeling. you're a young black kid and yeah. you're saying like because that's part of the joke is like well, you don't, it's well, it's just it's like, hysterical. There's just like oh, who's this guy who weren't and I feel like I, I feel like uh, I'm a uh, you know it's a generational thing and just I'm a product of uh, of America mm. right like I, like like the environment is beyond even the poor neighborhood just being beyond even a product of your environment so you, you I'm also a product of America I'm a product of you know just being taught you know a certain amount of ambition being taught you know a certain amount of like what you have to get and what what you should aspire mm. uh to you know in life i'm a product of that right. right so it's just like that ambition is just what's bubbling and just the uh you know i think that a lot of people from even where i'm from who who can't wait to be republicans right like even right. if it's not and uh, it's beyond even just a, a political party what when i so mean do you by think it, it's like, like russell a, simmons is republican and he just says he's democrat no i don't i don't believe that i just think that it's a uh, it's beyond i i'm I'm speaking more toward the lifestyle and, the and lifestyle. speaking more for uh it's like look man you know uh, i even say like i'm a democrat by necessity you know you know what i'm saying like it's just like like being a democrat it's more um you know this metaphor for you know being a democrat and needing you know like needing uh, uh you know the government to assist you in certain things mm. because people mm. are really struggling and mm. really really hurting mm. and mm. there's a need there and you know mm. and it's just like uh, saying i can't wait to be a republican and saying i can't wait to not 
not needed. I mean, you look at the platforms mm. for these two parties, right? The, the platform for Republicans, it's always, it's smaller government, right? It's mm. just like, we want the government smaller. It's like, the, the reason, you know, even like largely poor people, us growing up, we needed you know some type of health so, it's like the you know these so you're because you know your act and stuff is you know you i don't want to compare you to Le, lebron but <laughs> you know but yeah. for real like you're fucking uh, you're ahead of your class oh you just I appreciate are that. no yeah. you just are you're ahead of your class you're like a freak oh, <laughs> in a good <laughs> way you. no Thank you, you know what i'm it. saying Right, so why do you think Chris Christie will win to be the president in 2016 and Mitt Romney did not win to be the president well, I think in 2000, what was it? 2012. 12. Uh, you know, the difference. I think that the difference between the two campaigns, aside from the style, is the substance. I think that unlike Romney, Chris Christie will defend his record of accomplishment in his state. Mm. So he will take on anyone who challenges him for, quote, embracing Barack Obama when mm. he visited New Jersey. he's going to probably get a lot of shit for that. Oh, right? he's going to get a lot of it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they've already started to lob it at him. Um, the other thing is the substance of, of accomplishments uh, that – Romney did not embrace the work that he'd done, for example, on in Massachusetts on health care. I always thought he should have. Mm. Own it, baby. You did it. Own it. Mm. And make it a part of your narrative right. and tell people why plus, you did it for the people of Massachusetts. Yeah. You can't help the fact that the President of the United States wants to take what you did in Massachusetts and use it as a model for the entire country. That was not your intent mm. because one size does not necessarily fit another, another size. So the reality... Um, for someone like Christie is to go out there and define, and this is going to be his challenge and his opportunity, is to define himself um, and and to shore up his bona fides as a conservative, but also continue to build that link between mm. him and the broader public because ultimately oh. you're going to have to run a general election. If you had to vote now... Just say the election was right now. Would you vote for Chris Christie or would I vote for Chris Christie? I, I can't. You I don't can't know. say that. Yeah, I definitely could say that. I, I uh, you know, I mean, look, just was raised a Democrat, and and you know, and it's just like you know, of course, it, it's uh, it, it's hard to. You know, I, switch parties. You want to vote for the reasonable person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think, um, uh, like my generation. Uh, doesn't have the uh, uh, blind loyalty to a party that um, I think previous generations had before. But I think I think now we go to whoever is speaking to us and our friends, right? Mm. And and a, a lot of things we care about. I mean, where like you know, like our generation is just like I, I think a lot in our generation uh, embrace like things like you know gay marriage and legalization of marijuana and all these issues that like if you seem to have this unreasonable blind uh, uh, opinion on it, mm. then then you don't it's not gonna win happen, the vote. Yeah, right. then it's not going to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like. Uh, uh, you so know, how so do you how do you think the world is going right now? I mean, with the with the whole, you know, I told you I saw Chappelle in New York. Yeah, you know, in yeah, and, I saw him know, at a diner. I saw him at a diner. He was very excited about the shows about in New York. Yeah, oh, was, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. So what do you think about the whole? I mean, like 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 the Paula Dean thing. Yeah, just like 
how everyone just really has to watch their P's and Q's. It's like really yeah. intense. Well, you know what it is? If, what yeah. it is, honestly, things get blown, uh, you know, things get blown up so big because there's so many outlets for did it to you, get blown Did up. you see uh, 12 Years a Slave? Yes. That's yeah. heavy shit, dude. It's, heavy, it's a heavy film. Heavy shit. Yeah, yeah. Very, very heavy. Very heavy movie. And it's, uh, I look, I think racism, I was just having this conversation earlier today, right? As far as race is concerned. Do you have this I, conversation a lot with people? Yeah, I've, it's I've had crazy. it before. Like, yeah. No, but I, people look look at you about your opinion about it. You're a young black black kid. You, you're working with Spike Lee. You got a big HBO special coming out. You're intelligent. People want to know your opinion about yeah, this shit. Yeah, well, you know? you know, I think it's, uh, look, we don't. We don't see it, I, and I'm, mm. when I say we, I really am speaking toward you know just like just my generation, if you will. We don't see it, you know, like 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 you know, uh, like it's not as big of an issue. I think that you know I, I'm proud of what our generation has done with, uh, you know, even slurs, even the N word. We've mm. taken so much of the sting out of that word and we don't get credit for it <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just like you know like i think we get we get criticized for using it carelessly but what it did i think it should be watered down it should be diminished yes. it should yeah. be that where we've turned that word into like like we're turning that word into a meaning like 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 to mean not what it originally meant. And I think that's an incredible yeah. thing, and it's an incredible feat. Cool. And here we are with Gerard. Uh, listen to some Michael Steele. Um, Polly Shore is interested, and uh, it's just pretty cool shit. So here, here's the deal. So first of all, where are we right now physically? I know we're in D.C. We're in D.C. We are across the street. We are across the street from the Treasury Building and right. the White House. So that's why you're so close because there's cash across the, the street. Okay, baby, I'm always so near what's the money. In, what's in always the fucking yo? What's in the Treasury Building? Uh, what's actually there? Actually, cash? No, baby, just people. People. <laughs> they may have money in their wallets, but right. that's about it. Now so we what, can go visit and we can go see if we can get some of that. No. We're not <laughs> so what's at the Treasury Building? The Treasury is where the Secretary of Treasury works. What does the Secretary of Treasury do? Well, the Secretary of Treasury is the is the person responsible for uh, the overall uh, economic uh, policy and you know agenda for the president. Mm -hmm. uh, the money, uh, the relationship of money to uh, the government, uh, collection of taxes, right. and all of that stuff. So, so, so this building is is because the gentleman you just introduced me to, who is that? Lanny Davis is my partner. He, you're in my offices here yeah, at so what, Purple Nation so, Solutions. Because everyone knows you. They've seen you on on MSN. Yep. I mean, it says Michael Steele, motherfucker. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> nah, nah, ah. um, everyone sees you all the time, but but some people might not know what you do every day when yeah. you're not in front of the camera. Yeah. Like for me, every day I tour, I'd go on stage, I tell jokes. Right. Like I'll be at Magoobies this weekend in Baltimore. That's what oh, I do. Oh, you're when, up in B-more. All right, baby. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, but that's where, I'll, that's where I'll be. That's what I do when I'm not on camera. Right. So when you're not on I camera. I make jokes too when I'm not on camera, but. What do you do, <laughs> though? What do you well. do? Are you a lawyer? I, I am uh, a lawyer. So what um, type of lawyer are you? I am a, my practice is uh, finance. Uh, finance. International finance. And, international finance. And foreign policy. So yeah. what about um, uh, Kim Jong-il and all that stuff? You get money from the the South Koreans. Nah, I don't deal with the North Koreans. So no. where do you get where do you get your cash? Well, from? what uh, well, you get your cash from your so, clients. So you who know. are your clients? Well, it's a it's a cross mix of folks that uh, some some international, some countries that we do some work for. 
others are individuals that we do work for. And and we are a strategic communications firm that Lanny and I created. Because um, this is a big building. Yeah. So well, how many, we're, how we're many just, offices we're just, are... We're just on this one floor. Okay, so how many of offices, offices are on this one floor? Uh, I don't know, because there, there are several other businesses here. So, oh, so you so guys we, just kind of sublease a couple offices we've got, from this Yeah, and, and so we've got space. We've got about four or five offices in a suite of offices uh, here, conference okay, room and so things like that. so four or five offices... I mean, this is some heavy real estate here. I know oh, yeah. real estate out in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, no, this so is. So, what's the mortgage on something like this? I, I have no idea. Shut I don't, the I, fuck, I, dude. I don't, you, I don't, you write I, a check I for your mortgage. I don't. I You're don't. a human being. <laughs> you, you don't pay your rent, your car payments. How much is your car payments? Is it a thousand? I don't have car payments. I don't have. Oh, you get driven around. And I paid. Not paid. I paid the bills off, baby. Come on. So, so, but, but this is an expensive. Why do I want debt? I'm a Republican. So, so I should just pay my shit off. Pay your shit off. You don't should owe anybody. Really? You, you get it, you pay it off. So what were you saying? <laughs> you get it, you pay it off. <laughs> you, do you lease a car? Uh, no, no, no. no so you no, buy but, your car? Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, now I've... I like uh, you know just taking cabs a lot. <laughs> Uber? Yeah, Uber is really really great. So you don't have a car? I do, but I I, I prefer to uh, I prefer it's just more convenient. It's a you know holdovers from just spending so much time in New York, right? You know how right. like okay. you know the freedom of right, just right, that. Right. I love that he I love the casualness of what you said though. Just just pay your car off. Mm. <laughs> so cool. Mm. Yeah, I guess he doesn't lease. I guess he doesn't lease. I, I guess he doesn't lease. But that's crazy. Him and his, because you've seen him on MSN, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I've seen. I've seen. I've seen him a lot. You see him like a lot. Kinda, yeah. Uh, the Daily Show actually made a. Muppet. Tell him what's up because yeah. he's listening to this right now. Hi. What's up, man? Yeah. We gotta. Let's get. Uh, let's go to Ben's when I'm in. Ben's DC. Chili Bowl. Let's yeah. Go to Ben's. Yeah, Mike. Yo, Mike. This is my boy Gerard. You gotta take him to Ben's. Let's go to Ben's. That's, That'd be you great. know Ben's. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's where we went. Yeah, yeah. First it's thing so I did. Sick. First yeah. thing I did when I got to DC uh, uh, last year, I was there. And it was just went straight to Ben's like two in the morning. It was a beautiful experience. Wow. Yeah. So what? So when you got your HBO special with Spike Lee, mm-hmm. from my understanding, at least this is what I think, is that you're hot. HBO decided to give you an HBO special. You probably didn't want to do it on Comedy Central. You didn't want to do it on Netflix. <laughs> you didn't want to do it on Showtime. You said HBO, and then. You said, I want Spike Lee to direct it? Yes. Pretty much. You said, yes. if I'm going to do it with you guys, I want Spike Lee to direct yeah, it. Yeah, it was, uh, well, what was important for me was to have, uh, you know, you know as well how beautiful the art form is mm. and how much we love it. And you, you just want it to be presented to the world as art. Mm. Truly as art mm. You know like uh, You know for me It was just like I want it to be You know like Look stand up is Is great I think we're You know social commentators We love Like we're like We're smart guys We're you know Guys that are really funny And and, and, and I want th- I want this to be presented As art And you know Spike Lee adds to that HBO and So uh, you, know, you, you said, HBO you, said really, you have a manager uh, I don't have a manager So who, who told Who told HBO I want Spike Lee uh, uh, Your me, attorney Your agent Me, me and uh, other uh, producers Betsy Koch And a winger We uh, You know It was like a, It was an idea That I had And I called him I was like We should call Spike Lee And uh, yeah uh, and, and then You sent him a clip Of your stuff right You know It's funny We, we sent Because your boy Showed me that one clip 
that you guys did. Uh, uh, Andrew Thimelis. Yeah, yeah he, he had, a, a phenomenal director in his own right. Yeah. Uh, and, and he uh, showed me the clip. Yeah, he directed a great clip. That was clip a great and, clip. It yeah, was, we, called, so it was called had, Gerard at the Store. Yeah, we had, Love at the Store. Yeah, and that would yeah. be the name of the special. And we, we had this concept uh, even, you know, uh, before HBO, before Spike, and it was just a thing we were really excited about. Just, it was great. Yeah. We kind of all partnered on this. You know, yeah, I and, understand. And, and then, and then how, who called Spike? Uh, you know, they... Uh, a producer reached out. Uh, uh, Betsy Koch reached out to Spike, and then uh, then the next they morning sent I the get a clip. Yeah, they sent a clip, and then the Spike next morning saw the clip. Yeah, and then I get a phone call from a Brooklyn number, and you know, and that's there it hot. is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There it is. <laughs> Mr. Lee. What was on that the like? It was Twenty-five cool. years it was really, old. You're getting a call from Spike Lee. Yeah, Spike was very. He was excited. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was eager to Say work. Say what's up to Spike. He's listening right now. Spike's listening. What up, Spike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got. I have to email that guy. So, so the experience. The experience was pretty. Cool. The experience was great. It was wow. really, really great. And, and you know, I mean, Spike was great. Uh, Maddie LaBitique was the DP. He was mm. a very brilliant guy. And uh, Andrew Thimelis is my part with all of this. Yeah, and eight it was cameras? Uh, we had a lot of cameras. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the, in the original yeah, room. In the, in the original room, yeah. which is, uh, you know, it, it, yeah. the, I mean, one I think uh, one of the most important rooms in comedy. Mm. And that's why, you know, yeah. and it was, uh, you know, very special. It was the first place I did stand-up. Did I ever tell yeah. you that? No. First place I ever did stand-up. Wow, yeah. that's sick. And who's the first person you opened for? Uh, you know, when, when did we go out on the road together? Uh, I don't know, it was like three, four years ago. It was like three, four years. Yeah, you grabbed yeah. me pretty early, Paulie. Yeah, yeah. You've grabbed, you grabbed me really took, early. Yeah, yeah. I took you to uh, Northern California. We went to Chico. We went to Chino, then we went Chico, to... Chico, uh, Reno. What, what was the... Uh, Reno. Where was the, the casino we did? Yeah, it was in Reno. It was in Reno. It was yeah, great, it was man. A big, it was a big, big show, big audience, and you wouldn't come out of your hotel room. I was happy to have a bed. You're man. like, I didn't fuck have a bed that at the time. shit. I got a bubble bath. I got a bubble bath. And I a got bed. a pizza. Did you order pizza? I mean, I ordered everything. That I probably was hot. spent. I probably spent over a G on that, room service. <laughs> that's hot. Yeah. So, so one of the things I was talking to you about before, you remember when you came to my politics mm -hmm. special, is is I was talking about me being mayor of a small town. I think you should run here in D.C. No, dude, come on. That's not going to happen. <laughs> listen, listen, for real. So so what's up with mayors doing crack? I mean, you know, but you know what? It's not like this guy in Toronto is the first guy that did crack. No, no. We, we like have our own experience. Every fucking mayor We have our own doing, experience here in the nation's capital. Why crack, though? <laughs> I, what is you know, crack? I, what is I, crack? I, I guess it's the preferred drugs of those under pressure. I have oh, no, I, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe you look at crack. maybe you look at the world differently when you got some crack going through your wow. veins. I mean, that guy's just a big tub, huh? He, yeah, I, you know, I think he's got more going. He's got more issues there than than just the crack. So he, yeah, he's he, drinking. Yeah, he 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 needs to step down. Yeah, he he just needs to call it a day and yeah. get some real help. Because we were talking a long time ago when we were when we were together, we were talking about different politicians and, and and people in this business. Because a lot of kids and a lot of people from the outside, you know, we look up to politicians. We look up to sports they do. players. Yeah, we look up to actors or whatever. And then you see all these people like. You know the guy in Miami; he's doing mm -hmm. some weird shit down yeah. there. Yeah. You got, yeah. you know, the guy, uh, the guy that's on the Patriots, yeah. Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah. You know what I mean? He was doing some weird shit. You got this guy well, doing shit. Well, they're humans. You got, you got, you got Anthony Weiner showing his penis. Yeah. You got no. It's not <laughs> funny though, dude. It's just like, dude. It'd be one thing if Polly Short showed his penis. Then it would be like, oh, I mean, it's Polly Short. Well, right, right, right. But this right, guy, right. he's like married. <laughs> he's got a prestigious I wife. Don't, I don't see. I don't see much difference at this point, though. Right, but that's my point penis but, is a penis when you show it that says a yeah, lot about you 
Yeah, but my point is, is that these people are in in jobs that we all, you know, look up to. Well, for yeah, leadership, there, there's a certain amount of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes with uh, the job you do. And when you are in the public light, and and certainly when you are supposedly a public servant, your behavior matters. And so, whether it's Wiener or the mayor of Toronto, um, you have to be able to. Give due respect to the people who put you in office, and so keep your junk in your pants. Yeah, uh, and you know, and if you keep, see that, keep right. keep the crack pipe away from your mouth. So, what do you think about people that I guess are in public public figures? You know, sports players, or or you know, he said it that they're human beings, but there's an extra. Kind of microscope. Yeah, uh, uh, you know what I what I really think it is. I think is that uh, when you can't even physically leave, and you've you've experienced this, you know, where you can't physically leave your home, you know, without being under like you know everyone taking photos and, and just getting. You know, not being ignored. Everyone needs to go to a place where they can get lost in their own thoughts and they cannot be ignored, right? Like, and and usually, uh, you know, uh, uh, most people can go outside and they can even be ignored in public. You know, like, and they can be heard when they want to be heard, or or what, but they can be ignored and get lost or whatever. Um, I think you know, uh, politicians and athletes and celebrities or just any popular person goes through you know uh, so much attention that they look for the the escape and the escape if it can't go you know uh inside your own home inside your own life then at least they want to get lost in their own mind and the only way to do that the only way they found to do it a lot of people unfortunately is through you know uh drugs alcohol whatever and it becomes a problem you do drugs nah I, I can't handle it. <laughs> You're like, no, I can't handle it. I'm a, yeah, yeah. Really, smoke herb? No, I. You know, okay. I, I'm like you a, must have some motherfucking Keontae. I'm like, yeah. You like have some Keontae motherfucker. I'm, I'm such a, a like, uh, you know, like, like four or five times a year, uh, okay. uh, if that, you know, uh, smoker. Where because it's just you like you can't do that and read your books and get educated. Yeah, well, I, to, for me, it's just it's knowing yourself, right? Some yeah. people can smoke every day, you know. God bless them. And right. some people, like you can't. Like it, it depends on. For me, it's all about being productive. So whatever keeps Did you. Did you used to smoke? No, I grew up, you know, friends doing it, and I just never. And so did. you never went to Harvard. You just read a lot. I just read a lot. Yeah. And where did you go to school? I didn't go to college. Oh, you didn't go to college. I didn't go to college. Yeah. So you went from high school to the pros. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you will, yeah. That's what I did too. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know, went you right just right from high school to MTV into, you know what I mean? Just into, right into right it. Into it yeah. You just jump into it. And everyone's ready at whatever time, right? And yeah. it's just like and you just know when yeah. you yeah, you're ready and yeah. I know we talked about this a little bit on the po- politics thing, which was Democrats versus Republican yeah. and as opposed to like you know, over in in Libya, where you know, or Iran or Iraq, or where there's di- kind of dictators, right? And there's there's like like Gaddafi ran uh, Libya for forty years, right? Like the good part about the good part about America is there's two sides, but they're they're always headbutting, so a lot of shit never gets done, right? Right. More so, so the case today than it has been in the past. It has, right? right. Yeah. Right. Do you think it's a race thing though? 
because he's an think, African-American I think, I think president? That they're, I think because to me, Boehner seems a little, you know, good old boy type Paula Deen. No, no, no that, I, I wouldn't ascribe that to Boehner at all. Um, I, I think, though, that there are some elements of uh, racism, of racism yeah, that, that sure. play into um, the, the narrative that we've seen with Barack Obama. And I, I just abhor that because it... it, it it, it distracts from the discussion yeah, the about issues of good policy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know the country has said very resoundingly, uh, "We want him. They to want be him. our president. Not yeah. once, but twice, with over fifty percent of the vote. Right. That hasn't happened. Right. So you know you you can't you can't sit there and 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 live in this la la land right. of ignorance and think that you know you can you know." Want, show up at the the White House with a Confederate flag, and and you know people are going That's to appreciate. Not it. Happen. Right. And, and the odds of uh, of a Democrat be becoming um, a, uh, the president in the next election are pretty slim. Let's be honest. It hasn't the odds really of happened. The, of of a Democrat becoming president in 2016. It's pretty. It's not going to happen. No, just I disagree because, with that. Oh, you really think it could happen? Yeah, I think it's a real really. Possible. Yeah. Why wouldn't? But when it? Why, was the why, last why, time why that? Because it's been eight years of a Democrat. Right. Don't you think it stuff starts to shift? It After does start years? to shift, but when was the last time in history that it's gone f like eight years with a Democrat or Republican, and then it shifted to the other party? Well, you when you, was the last? Well, you time? saw that you saw that at, in the 1960s. Yeah, okay, well then there you 60, go. How, how long ago was that? Well, 68 Nixon followed Kennedy and Johnson. Yeah, and they were both Democrats. They were both Democrats, right? Yeah. So my point is, is that I don't think it's going to happen just based on that. Well, but why? I don't know. It's the way the history is. So you're saying, not, you're saying Hillary Clinton, if she is the nominee, won't, have, won't stand I a don't chance? Think she'll, I don't think she'll win. That's just my personal... And mm -hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with Hillary. I just think it has to do with the trend of the world. I think people are so. Gonna, so who are they going to elect? I think they're going to go with Chris Christie. So, you, so you're assuming that Chris Christie makes it through a Republican primary? Yes. Yeah, I think it's. I think he's going to be the guy, mm -hmm. unless you guys can. So come what up about with what else. about Governor Kasich, Governor Jindal, Governor uh, Walker? I don't know who those people are. <laughs> <laughs> I just know the chubby Christie, bro, and I want to have a piece of pizza. And why with them. do you know Chris Christie? Because he's chubby, dude. And I want to touch his body. Do you agree or you disagree just about the shift? No, they, they, I think it was Because he said that was 60 a, years ago. That was a great observation. I, I even, though, even though there's more um, r races now in America because mm -hmm. everyone's fucking, every race, <laughs> everyone's fucking. Whites are fucking blacks. Blacks are fucking Hispanics. Hispanics are fucking Irish. It's just like, you know what I mean? It just seems mm -hmm. like there's more kind of, you know, all different races are, are out there and those type of people... I think tend to not vote Republican. Yeah, Is I mean, right? it's, I mean, it's interesting. It's um, you know, I I do agree that that you know, I mean, if you look at history, there are these shifts, right? It's just like, all right, we go, we we got too much of this, and let's go to this other side, and let's, all right, and it's just looking for this balance, right? And uh, so, yeah, I agree with that. I I think I, I think that. My whole thing is, if a Republican wins, if a, uh, I don't think it's going to be the same old guard Republican. That it's not going to be like seen. a Tea Party, like yeah, Mitt yeah. Romney type like, Republican. Yeah, like yeah. Romney was, you know, I mean, look, just once again, from just just a public you observation. Know, observation is yeah. just, I mean, he's stiff. He seems out of touch. Is it, he sounds out of touch. Like, you know, like I think, you know, I think that he wasn't. 
that as a human being, but I think he became. I keep saying just the like rhetoric machine. He's like you a become, car salesman. Yeah, you become yeah. the 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 rhetoric machine. You know yeah. what Palin was, right? Yeah. It was just like it's like it's just is is if someone's feeding you lines. But disconnected. But yeah. that's why I keep bringing up Christie, just based on the fact that he seems like a cool guy. You know yeah, what I mean? but and, I mean, he and did fuck up. How, There's a lot of shit that he fucked up. But, but at the end of the day, he seems tan- tangible. People discount how important that is, right? Mm-hmm. Like just being a cool guy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and the, but seeming reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying that because it's so important that people seem reasonable mm-hmm. and not like they're just going to give the same answer no matter what the question is. Yeah, he doesn't seem like heavy, heavy to the right. Yeah, Christy. There was a room for a pun right there. Okay, I, you have you have it. No, well, you just say he doesn't seem heavy, heavy to oh, the right. Right, right, right. Because like, he's chubby. Yeah, yeah, he seems pretty evenly balanced. Body. In there. Why is it that it seems like Obama gets along better with the Iranian president than he does with John Boehner? <laughs> no, seriously. Why is that? I, I mean, lo- he's speaking. I just love that comparison. It's just, uh, but it's because it's true. But it's, why it's is sadly that? True. It's like because um, the Iranian president, he was on the phone. He's like, "Oh, I'll call the president." Yeah. And then Boehner and them, they don't even fucking I, I, talk. I don't know that the president has that great a bond or relationship with uh, with Rouhani uh, Hassan Rouhani. Rouhani. Rouhani president right. Have Rouhani. you met him? I have not. Wow. Uh, and uh, but I, I don't know how great that relationship is but i think it is somewhat telling that on appearances level that the the two seem to to, to uh, talk to talk more a- certainly than our president and the and the speaker of the house talk to each other so what's the deal with the whole is the reason why we don't want them to have like north korea and Iran to have nuclear weapons because they really Iran is just really, a bad the current regime with Rouhani, but do we the, really with, think that they're going to throw yes, nukes towards yes, us? Yes, it's like not. It's not. It's not just. It's not really? just. It's not so much towards us as it is certainly Israel? towards Israel, and it certainly is a threat to other uh, Arab, Arab, and and Muslim populations in the region. Um, well, why would why would we think that? Do we think that they just want to blow the whole world up? I don't know. It's not a question of blowing the whole world up, but bad bad players, bad actors do not need more arms, and mm. you do not want to arm bad people with nuclear weapons. Mm. Period. And and to the extent that uh, Iran uh, is is on record threatening other nations um, to empower them with nuclear weaponry is stupid. And, and, I so think, they and I think and I think that everyone uh, who has any modicum of common sense uh, would recognize that arming them is not the best thing or certainly not in the best interest of anyone, anyone, either in the region or globally. Mm. So Dennis Rodman, he went over Ambassador to... Ambassador Rodman, yes. He went over to North Korea. I mean, I, I was watching, what was that? I was watching Aaron... Uh, who's the Burnett? Girl? Yeah, yes, was, CNN. And she was basically saying, like, you know what, Dennis Robbins not that fucking off. Like, <laughs> he's getting a little bit more headway than our president. Like, I don't think I don't think going over and and, and shooting the shit with uh, with with uh, the little baby with the little baby is um, uh, getting it done. Um, I, I think it, it's. You it's, think he's softening the stool though a little? Uh, he may. <laughs> And he asked that with a straight face. Um, <laughs> he he may be softening the stool a little, but I don't think it's going to pass anything that's going to be good for anybody. To be honest with you, really, no. Treasure inside. So yeah, so that's pretty serious shit. Just about you know about us not wanting other countries 
North Korea, all these different countries that have nuclear weapons because he really feels that he's going to blow up our allies overseas. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's heavy shit, dude. It's heavy and it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's hard, uh, you know, uh, to um, not police the world, right? When you're America, right? Because it's just like, it's like so many allies and it's just so you have this obligation to keeping people safe, right? And then it's just like, it, it you know, it's like you want to let people, you know, resolve in other countries, resolve things on their own. Uh, you know, that's a smart thing to do. And then it's just, it's this fear-based, like, well, wh- if they get this weapon and it's just, you know, and once again, speaking to a generational thing, it's just like, I think, you know, uh, our generation is just so anti you know weapons mm-hmm. <laughs> period even mm-hmm. for our own country mm-hmm. right well like mm-hmm. we just it's like we're screaming you know leave people alone with mm-hmm. leave us alone like it's just you know we're screaming you, for yeah, peace but what do you think about us policing afghanistan and iraq with you know our soldiers we over get there. stuck you know we're like stuck. we get stuck we're stuck we get stuck it's just one of those things because you damned like, if you do you damned if you don't yeah and it's one of those things where because it's like if you pull out then what happens yeah this the what you're trying to build collapses and then and but then just if you even stay going, there yeah. yeah and it's like you don't want to anger people i mean you don't want to mm. you don't want to disrupt the lives of anybody they're so the, fucking crazy these terrorists though well i mean you know they're any not. extreme group yeah. is just you know they, what they it, did in 9/11. That's some fucking gangster shit, dude. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, yeah. That's some fucking well, I mean, gnarly it's horrible. shit. It's a dude. horrible thing. And any any tragedy where innocent but people just are think harmed, about they, is, like when they did that horrible. to us, they were probably dancing in their caves, celebrating. Um, kind of like you know, if the basketball players they playing the game, they they get a fucking da da da. They high five or football players or. They seriously, dude, yeah, like yeah. When those no, missiles, yeah. when those planes went into the buildings and shit. They must have like fucking popped champagne. I mean, I mean, seriously, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, dude. it's such a horrible, horrible thing, and it was, you know, it was just, it was disgusting that you know people could harm innocent people. You know, like for for political gain. You know, yeah. I mean, listen, we, I mean, really, you always hope for the utopia, right, where we can honestly just sit down and work out our differences, right, Ego and, and control. And, yeah, and you understand the yeah. the the necessities of war. I think you know we're being, you know, as adults, you understand that it's necessary. But it's, I think, the responsibility. That, that we have to our own troops, to our own country, is to only be aggressive when necessary. Mm-hmm. Like really, when diplomacy well, right. does, when diplomacy fails, right? You know. But I think we have that obligation to the innocent lives of, you know, and and the people who who sign up to serve the country. Like we owe it to them to to only use force when necessary. Right. That's the smart thing. And yeah. just for any president, whoever gets elected, like that's the person I think that my generation leans toward. Like this is the person. And it's like, look, we're gonna literally try everything we can, Not and to war fight. shouldn't yeah, be yeah. the first answer yeah. on any front from any country going yeah. to any other country. But they love to, but they they built all these missiles. They got to practice with. Oh them. God, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, all these drones and shit. They're just sitting in a fucking warehouse, bro. Yeah, yeah, in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, metal. They're, like, they're just sitting there going, "Fuck, man, we built all these fucking arms. We gotta use this yeah, shit that's somewhere." You think, you think it's just the war is just because the surplus of missiles? <laughs> right. It's like they got so they're many just, missiles. They're like, we well, gotta I mean, get we rid of them somewhere. We had them. Yeah. Oh, right. God. <laughs> We're troubled it. And then what's up with this whole wiretapping thing? I right. mean, is it is it? I mean, have you checked? Have you checked the mic? 
Dude, no, I know. That's you're, what I was checking. You're, you're in D.C., baby. Checking. You better check the I mic. I might check. There's, there's might We're be not some... that far from NSA. Come I on. Know, I know. So NSA stands for? National Security Association. Uh, so, agency. So, so basically how this whole thing started was because that we listened in on the terrorists. Correct? Yes. That's how it this started. This is all and, part of the Patriot Act activity that yeah. occurred after 9-11. Yeah. And, and then George Bush was like, you know, hey, it's not legal to to do this but george bush was like fuck it we have to do it because we got to save and protect our people okay right yeah that and, pretty and, much and, and that's then true obama and, and got obama's like and he's like fuck a, it let's take it a step let's further, take it a step further <laughs> right. baby right. we can do this shit right for everyone exactly right exactly so what do you think about that i think it's good dangerous. or bad i think it's dangerous i think i think uh to the extent because that, like, the gov- they, that the government feels that it has carte blanche ability and authority to to listen in on your private communications mm-hmm. And and more recently, the private communications of, of Germany our, of our allies. Yeah, Germany, I think it's problematic. Right? Yeah, I but think do it's you think? But did that really happen? Yeah, it happened. So he really listened in. On, was it Chancellor? What's her name? Oh, and, on, Angela Merkel. Yeah, did he really listen in on Andrea Merkel? Uh, apparently, wow. To the point where it pissed her off. <laughs> wow. So something happened. So but I, you- I think I think we got to be mindful uh, as as a free society. Uh, that there are limits to what the government should be allowed to do. And this is clearly one in which our private communications and and the ability to freely associate under the Eighth Amendment and freely speak under the First uh, could potentially be violated. So do you ever, when you ever write emails or text message your friends or do you ever like kind of get concerned that maybe the government is knows your shit too much for you, real? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I was just like, uh, uh, when you know the whole NSA, you know when it first hit, the whole scandal, of the NSA and wire, and and and, and listening into all your your calls and emails, and uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. I I just assumed the government was doing that my entire life. Mm. I've never. Not I never thought the government wasn't right. listening right. or capable. We like like and I say we just like maybe it's just how I grew up was just yeah, that's what yeah, of course. Of course they are, right? So it's like Do you the, think it's a black thing? Um I think it's I think I was raised with a healthy uh Well maybe uh, not your your t- your black thing, but other black people always yeah, think no, they're being I think, washed. I think yeah, I think Is that we, why you said think, that or you just I think, think any yeah, people? Yeah, I think I think when I say we are it's like it's not just black people, but especially like these black communities where you know uh, They're always being watched, just yeah, police around police around and stuff like that. You know, you, everyone's you, always being you get accustomed now to you're, it. And so you're pretty like going well, now now white people I'm you like, know oh, what it's yeah, like. This is this is this is how it's always been. This is how it's always been right it's like yeah what do you mean like oh the government you mean you weren't you didn't think you were being watched before or right. listened to yeah of course no, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course so it's like yeah. we used to think growing up we used to think that the government had cameras in your television interesting we used oh, to think wow. like i remember i don't you know just like some old you know urban legend whatever like but it, but it, we used to think that they could watch you watching television i don't know why the president wants to see me watch martin mm-hmm. but but like right. but we thought so we thought that they had at least the ability to so it's just like that never affected me emotionally mm. because i just always assumed Thought you were being watched it was like it was kind of confirmed so what do you think about the fact that you know, that you know the gut because of 9-11 and you know and the waterboarding and you know all this extra shit that the government has done yeah that most people feels fucked up yeah you know the fact that the snowden guy is overseas still yeah he's not coming back 
Yeah, he's, he's like, he's yeah, like yeah. fuck that, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's going he he's gonna miss the, he's gonna miss a few Super Bowls. Yeah, but basically, um, what do you think about that? Uh, about I mean, for real, about ju- the government listening in and yeah, and, that they um, have all access power to you know and to just listen to all her shit. Do you think it's a good thing or bad thing or both or? Yeah, I mean, it is it's both, right? Mm. It, I mean, it's a horrible thing. I mean, uh, you have the right to privacy, of course. As a, but you as don't. A, uh, yeah, right. So, so we think. Um, you, it, you listen. You once again, the, this is speaking toward the utopia, right? Mm. You like to think that they're only using it for good and mm. they're only stopping the bad guys. Mm. The the government's but listening. There's some crooked and cops it's only, out there. So yeah. there's got to be some crooked people that are listening to us. Yeah, some sick fucks some, that are fucking yeah, of yeah, course. Three in the morning that are jerking off, going, yeah, I'm gonna tap into Tamara's <laughs> machine over there in Bakersfield. I heard she's like. Talking yeah, to yeah, some whatever. It's just a guy in a van. It's yeah. just a guy in a van. But you know what I mean? There's crooked cops. There's cro- crooked judges. Yeah, yeah, there's of course. There's got to be crooked wiretappers yeah. that are tapping on innocent people just because they can and just because they have the fucking power to do that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked abuse, up, dude. The abuse of power. But that's another thing. You know, once again, growing up, I mean, I've seen cops abuse power. I've seen, you know, we've seen it. We've seen those. And it's just like, and they, they're they great cops. They're amazing cops. And then they're the, There's the bad guys. Ones, and yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's, but I don't know if you can have one without the other. Yeah. All right. Here we are. Are you still interested? Very interested. This is fun. Magic eyes are passing me by. She moves through the night. And then what about the whole, I heard, um, what was it? The East Coast? They just legalized pot in Portland and Maine on the East Coast. Like, is is pot just gonna at some point like gay marriage just be legal and 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 all across America? I think you're gonna get married to your homosexual lover and you're gonna be able to smoke pot at the at wedding at the same time. Yeah, is that really gonna happen? Uh, probably, probably. <laughs> so what's your? Look, uh, the point is that I I think the broader point, like as we see on a a number of social norms slash mores people's attitudes are changing mm. and so they are with with information technology knowledge experience people are are seeing things through different prisms whether mm. it's an issue like uh, marijuana gay marriage they are they're coming to a different set of thinking now you're going to have within the population uh, a group who will not go along with that for a lot of different reasons but I think the overall uh, trend line is towards a lessening of certain restrictions when it comes to those types of things and an acceptance of things like gay marriage, for example. I mean, look, hell, you get the Pope saying that the Catholic Church spends way too much time talking about abortion and gay marriage. That tells you that some trend lines are changing. The Pope is now taking a poll um, of Catholics, which I think is should be insightful, but it's also pretty dangerous because, um, you, you know, with with that type of polling by some by an organization that typically does not poll, uh, comes a level of expectations. So that, so that feeds into again the narrative of people's expectations about how they see things and how they view things uh, on a lot of these social issues. And so you you see trend lines, Paulie, moving in a direction that I, I wouldn't necessarily classify it as liberal or progressive versus conservative mm. but I, I i think it's much more times li- are changing it, the time they're hey, changing hey, hey, and it's more the libertarian times they uh, are a changing. changing are yeah. you going are you going to go uh on the on the uh 
what was it? Uh, Richard Branson. Uh, he's going up in space. Yeah, he's he's flying. What do you think? I, it's fly me if I bought, to yo, the moon. If I bought you a ticket for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I'd go in a heartbeat. Would you go with me? I'd go with you. In really? A Absolutely. Because I heard there's gonna be a hotel up I, in space. I, 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 baby, it's, I'm in room one hundred one. So what do you think of that shit? That's pretty. I cool, think right? it's I think it's cool. And what what's disheartening to me mm. is that our government is shutting down NASA programs. Wow. It and and funding it, it research institutions that will. Further, the continuation of exploration of space are, are being uh, diminished. Uh, academically, our, our, our schools, universities, research institutions are, are, are cutting back. So I, I think that, you know, we talk about we want to do science and technology, but we're cut, undercutting the very programs that would allow the next generation to explore and to do that. We should be exploring more space. We should not just, we should not have shut down uh, the, you know, the shuttle program, but expanded it in a way that allow us to, to really uh, reach beyond the stars. But you so know, maybe, maybe, the, maybe a future yeah. administration will, will see the light on that and, but and maybe guys like Richard, reprioritize. Richard Branson, maybe he can get behind the I, NASA I, thing. I'm, no? all, I'm all for the private sector sort of branching into that, but I think the private sector, uh, with the private sector exploration into space um, comes limitations for the public uh, in that um, you don't have the same degree of oversight. Mm. You don't have the same degree of, of you know, accountability because, you know, Richard Branson, you know, wants to spend, you know, goo gobs of cash to shoot a rocket to the moon. That's his business. And we don't get to check that. Mm. Um, but when our government has its fingers in that pool, in that pool, we get to control that space. Mm. Uh-huh. Man, that was right. funny. <laughs> right. Love is soaring. How does she get by? So, are you into the whole NASA, like go to the moon, go, like you know, like just rocket pr- ship, like pri- space shuttle stuff? Private. Uh, you know, I, no, I'm. Uh, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that they're launching people into space. I mean, that's an interesting thing. You know, that Richard Branson, of course, Richard Branson would be the, mm-hmm. the guy. I think that's very interesting, you know, like just to go out. I mean, you know. Because uh, uh, I think you could at some point, I'm not sure, but I think Virgin has a, a shuttle, like the Virgin shuttle. Yeah. Where you can like go and just go up there for, I mean, I think it is like $250,000. Yeah, that's insane. That's I'm a sure. lot of money. But if you're, if you're like the guy that just bought the Clippers... Yeah, and you have billions of dollars. You can go. Yeah, you should go. You should go. Why not? <laughs> so what do you? But what do you think about you know what he said? How he thinks that more money should be spent on the on you know NASA as opposed to less. And I think he said that Obama is kind of pulled back. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I think it's super interesting. What I'm what I, this may sound selfish, but you know, it's like it's as long as it's the exp, the exploration is geared toward you know, how it could help us, how it could benefit us. Instead of just someone going on a space suit, yeah, jumping around yeah. going, look, I'm yeah, on yeah, the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, just like, I, purpose? while super cool, mm. you know, I think, you know, at, at certain times of, you know, of, of you know, with spending, what, we need to, yep. we, you know, if, if space, if there are some answers, but you know. But what do you think the reason is that they want to go up in space so much? What do you think's up there well, besides I mean, just to say that they're up well, in space? Well, I mean, space? I think, you know, it's... It, uh, so much, right? What? It's so. I mean, it's just so much. It's just just to, to be able to go up there and look and go, oh, because you saw gravity, right? Yeah. I mean, you, they were up in space. But I think other planets and other, like you know, just 
just exploring what those uh, what those things are not even just for human life but just just I'm, I'm sure it's so much like so many unanswered questions even just to explore our curi- curiosity is really important do you, do you think you that know? like on Pluto and Mars and Jupiter that there's aliens and different things like that up there uh, the, uh, uh that's a great question for other life forms I mean mm. the universe is huge so yeah. you know are there other life forms you know yeah. it's probably right yeah. like it's just like you're like probably, dude that's yeah. a big question that, that would bro. be the, that wouldn't be the craziest thing yeah. i've heard if you were just like because you, you know, know like this, e. this, you know this vast universe that we don't that has no limits there's something else that uh that breathes i'm like yeah. oh yeah okay there's some other shit out there. there's some other shit out there all right All right, my man. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it. That's it. That's I, don't, it. I mean, we did it, man. Oh, we did. Oh, we cool. Did Fifty minutes. Damn. This this was like this was. You like, make this easy, dude. What was his name? What, try, this is like Polly Rose, bro. Hey, Polly Rose. What do you, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mike. I like that. Thank you, Polly. Peace out. It's Michael Steele, bro. He seems pretty cool, huh? It, he's so he's even more reasonable mm. now, and I and I like yeah. the I like listening to him mm. speak now mm. way more mm. than when he was the chairman, you mm. know. And then maybe what was it uh, Priebus now, who's uh, is the RNC chairman now, mm. and like whoever you know. Every I think it's these reasonable people get fed to the machine, become just conduits for rhetoric, and then they come back, they leave out of the machine and hopefully return back like Michael, just this reasonable yeah. person. So I'm hoping if if Chris Christie remains reasonable, mm-hmm. <laughs> that perhaps... Well, he is tangible, so he has that. Yeah. Unlike Mitt Romney, who wasn't You don't know who tangible. he is. What is, what is he? Yeah. Who is he? Who is this rich guy yeah. who doesn't understand that yeah. $10,000 is a lot to bet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And on that note, you're tangible. Thank you very much. That was so awesome. Thank you, you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and you guys look out for Ger- Gerard, Gerard Carmichael, who Thank didn't you, go, who didn't go to Harvard. No, my inf- misinformed, but he does read a lot of books. I appreciate and, you yeah, saying that. Thank you. And um, he's got a great HBO special. Um, thank you for sitting down with us, and we'll see you. We'll thank see you. you there thank you for having me. This is right, great. Yeah, thank perfect. You. Thank Thanks, you so much, man, Paul. For sure. Wow, that was awesome, you guys. I want to thank Michael Steele. I want to thank Jabbar Carmichael. Definitely check out his HBO special coming up. Um, And I definitely want to tease next week's episode, which is a special episode, you guys. Um, I'm interviewing, or I interviewed my father, Mr. Sammy Shore. Yeah, and I said, well, would you please? My wife is suffering. She's uh, in pain. Like, okay, hey, come on, boy. Hey, come on, move them cows. Yeah, oh. That's it, you guys. So, oh, definitely follow Michael Steele on Twitter, which is just at Michael Steele. And then also uh, Gerard Carmichael's Twitter, which is at Notorious R-O-D. Um, so check that out. My Twitter is just at Polly Shore. Let me know what you think about the episodes. Also, check me out on uh, on the road. Um, I'm touring right now, so go to that for under tour dates and stuff. Um, and I also want to thank the person and the people that gave me the music for this episode. Thank you so much. They are called New Nobility. New Nobility, and their Twitter is at New Nobility. Thanks you so much, guys. And uh, any other people that want to lend me their music from my podcast, you can send that to musicforpolly at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day, night, whatever it may be. 
Wubba, 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 downtown Julie Brown, we so bros. <laughs>